Hey guys, welcome into this Y'all Politics broadcast. I'm Frank Corder with Y'all Politics. Joining me now are Aaron Rice and Andy Taggart. Uh, Aaron, of course, is with the Mississippi Justice Institute. And and Andy, of course, is a uh, famed attorney in our great state. Thanks for uh, both of y'all joining us today. That's very nice of you. Thanks for having us, Frank. Thanks for having us, Frank. So on this Friday, I wanted to have you on because uh, you guys are leading as co-counsel uh, on this effort to basically uh, continue the effort that, that's being made in the state to be more pro-life following this this Dobbs decision that was handed down by the by the U.S. Supreme Court back in June of, of this year. Uh, we have a decision here in our state that was done uh, back in the 90s uh, under the name of Fordyce, basically. And so uh, tell us about uh, what you're doing, why it's important. Absolutely. Well, uh, you, you know, you mentioned the the interplay of Dobbs and the Fordyce opinion here. In this so, you know, one thing that uh, some people don't really realize is that uh, in addition to the U.S. Constitution, every state has a state constitution, too. And we can have different opinions uh, and different rights under those state constitutions. And so what we have is that in the Dobbs case, the U.S. Supreme Court held that there's not a federal constitutional right to abortion. But as you mentioned, in 1998, the Mississippi Supreme Court had held that the Mississippi Constitution does protect the right to abortion. Of course, in, in the wake of the Dobbs decision, we passed uh, a law here that, that uh, prohibits elective abortions, but we still have this state constitutional opinion on the books. And so uh, what we're doing in this case with our clients, the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists, is asking the Mississippi Supreme Court to do exactly what the United States Supreme Court has already done, and that is to give up control of abortion policy and, and let it go back to the democratic process where it always should have been. Andy, uh, in your perspective, why is this important and, and what kind of uh, solution are you guys looking for? Well, uh, thanks, Frank. Uh, I do think it's critically important. And, and uh, to, to your uh, prefatory comment, I, I am pro-life and I philosophically, I believe this is the right position, but, but I'm also a lawyer and I believe that the rule of law uh, ought to prevail. And we have the bizarre posture now in our state in which our, our state Supreme Court has said that there's a constitutional right to an abortion, but our legislature has now said that abortion, uh, elective abortions are illegal except in extremely limited cases. So when I put my lawyer hat on uh, and, and my let's, let's do things decently and, and in order hat on, uh, I find myself in the strange situation where my Supreme Court says that abortion is legal and my legislature says that abortion is illegal. So, Aaron, as far as your client goes, what kind of obstacles are are they seeing uh, under the current standing? Absolutely, Frank, and it's, it's an interesting story. And so this has actually been playing out for quite some time, is that, you know, professional medical societies, instead of focusing on medical standards and upholding those, they've really gotten into a, a pro-abortion agenda, particularly uh, for obstetricians and gynecologists. And they've been trying to push and force uh, even pro-life OBGYNs to either provide abortions or to refer for abortions, regardless of what their conscience dictates. And as of late, they've, they've started making it and putting out ethical opinions that suggest that these doctors could get in trouble for not doing that and even get punished by the state for, for not doing that. And so really what we're hoping to accomplish in this case is to, to clarify, as Andy said, that uh, abortion is not legal in Mississippi. And in fact, these pro-life obstetricians and gynecologists are prohibited from 
uh, providing or referring patients for elective abortions. And so really just put an end to these intimidation tactics that have been going on for so long. Andy, you were, of course, uh, actively involved in the Fordyce uh, years, of course, as the, as his chief of staff. Uh, what is some of your memory? What's some of your, your your recollection about that time and and this decision? Well, I guess the first thing I would say is please don't blame the Fordyce decision on <laughs> Governor Fordyce. He was he happened to be the governor at the time. That's why his sure. name is in the name of the case. Um what what I think I can say in good conscience is that uh, that he'd be making exactly the same argument that Aaron and I are on behalf of our clients in this case, which is that the the fact that the United States Supreme Court has now acknowledged that it was wrong when Roe was decided. You know, one, one of the important underpinnings of Dobbs is the court actually said Roe was wrong when it was decided. But the Roe case is what the Fordyce court relied on when the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled in 1998 that the state constitution also protects the right to abortion. So I think Governor Fordyce would be saying, well, if Roe was wrong when it was decided, then Fordyce was wrong when it was decided. And that's the position that Aaron and I are taking today. So, Aaron, how does this play out? What's the next steps and and when when should this be heard? Absolutely. So this has been filed in Hines County Chancery Court. Um, as you know, once you file a, a lawsuit, there's time for you know the state defendants to answer that. And so I believe their deadline to do that is December 14th. So you know, really, we're we're waiting to hear uh, from the state and what's what its arguments are going to be. And uh, you know, it's hard to predict, really, Frank. I mean, how exactly when this will be heard? You know, both at the trial court level and by the state Supreme Court, which is honestly where we all expect that this will be ultimately decided. But there's a lot that will go into that, you know, how, how fast it can move through the trial court, you know, uh, who all is involved and what arguments happen and what issues arise in the litigation. So it's, it's a little bit difficult at, at this early juncture to know exactly when this will be resolved. But, you know, on our client's behalf, we'd like to move this as quickly as we can and get an answer to this so that they can go back you know, to doing their jobs and, and using their pro-life practices and not worrying that they're going to get punished one way or the other. You got to understand, too, they're kind of in a catch-22 here because, you know, if they do refer patients for abortions, then they might be violating the elective abortion ban and, you know, and aiding and abetting something that's illegal. Uh, but at the same time, it, you know, if they were declined to do that, they may run into trouble, you know, through these professional medical societies and even the state. And so they really need an answer here on what is the law in Mississippi this, it, we can't have it vague and ambiguous like it is. So we hope to get that clarified as soon as we can. Do you guys yeah. expect any interveners or any uh, friendly filings on either uh, pro or con on this issue? Well, I mean, there's been some comments in the news that that might happen. And, you know, we really don't know at this point, but we wouldn't be surprised one way or the other. As everybody knows, you know, abortion is a hot topic with a lot of people that have, you know, very strong views. And so, you know, we're, we're prepared if that happens, uh, you know, to, to deal with it, but we just won't be surprised one way or the other. Andy, uh, is there any legislative remedy to this outside of the court system? Well, as you know, Frank, when Dobbs was decided, we already had on the books in Mississippi a statute that says if Roe versus Wade is ever reversed, then elective abortion will be illegal in the state of Mississippi. That was already on the books. Um, really, there's nothing else the legislature can do to clarify the problem that Aaron and I are now grappling with. But I will say, and this is partly in, in uh, answer to the question you asked just a moment ago, 
really people on both sides of this issue ought to want to have the clarification in the law that our clients are seeking in this case. We, we shouldn't have to wonder what the law is in the state of Mississippi. And in all good conscience, I believe it is extremely likely that if this matter does ultimately end up before the Mississippi Supreme Court, that the court will reverse uh, the Fordyce case. But the, um, the uh, uh, simple fact of the matter is, because we're in limbo right now, people on both sides of the legal and philosophical divide ought to want to have this issue resolved. Well, gentlemen, thanks for your time today. We appreciate you being on and, and offering your perspective on this. Uh, as it progresses, we'll look forward to having you back on as, as well. Thank you, Frank. Thank you again thank you so very much. much. Have a uh, have a great weekend, guys. And thank you here for watching on Y'all Politics and YallPolitics.com and across all of our social media platforms. And we'll see you next time.